everybody. Hey. Welcome to a new episode. We hope you guys are doing incredibly well on this Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day you're listening. Um, we actually just got back from a quick, long weekend trip to Washington, D.C. slash Virginia area. And it was amazing. The most magical trip of our life. I'm not lying. Missing the fall colors, all the... Well, every tree was just orange and yellow and red. Bright red, bright orange, yeah. yellow, red. Like every, there was no green inside, honestly, like besides the grass. Yeah. Which was really cool. And the weather was perfect. Yeah. It I thought not it was that cold. I know. I thought it was going to be super cold. Like I was gearing for like wearing, like we, I bought a new jacket just in case. Didn't need it at all. Like in the evening, sure, it got to maybe 50s. Yeah. Evenings and mornings were like a little cooler. So it was perfect. We went to the bakery, grabbed a coffee. Like I just missed the city life, I yeah. realized. Um, walked and, everywhere yeah everywhere five miles car. a day yeah it was awesome um highly recommend i posted a bunch of things in my story if you do follow if you follow any of us we posted a bunch of things on our trip just so magical and lively um and mm-hmm. just a dream and i feel very refreshed and i'm realizing like when we travel it just makes a difference um but yeah and it's just it's so fun to be able to travel with you babe honestly like i i we really get each other and we can, we vibe really well when we travel together, which I appreciate. Um, Cause everyone can handle what you want, you know? Yeah. And so that matters. So it's different, different type of energy. There. Yes, exactly. We got to see friends from, we went to, where we met in ministry school. We, it was a wedding for mutual friends. So a bunch of our friends were there and it was just an incredible trip. Mm-hmm. Um, and Virginia is so pretty. Yes. So if you live in Virginia, I'm jealous of you. Just letting you know. And DC and, is fun. If, yeah. We may, no, no, we won't. All the free museums and everything. It's just so fun. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, what we want to talk about today is I'm actually going to start with a question from Mathieu and then he can ask it to me as well. Um, but I'm wondering for you, what is something that you feel is like something that you tolerated when you were dating or dating people or going on dates or whatever that you would never tolerate now because things have changed obviously for you i think i think one of the biggest things was just that i need um i need someone who values the like the different acts of love that i'm giving them if that makes sense what do you mean um well i for example, you know, I, I tried to date someone for a little bit uh, a few years ago before I was with my wife. <laughs> um, and <clears throat> and that person deeply, they didn't really want to be with me. They were just giving me a try uh, because they knew that I was a good person, but they were not really interested in a romantic relationship. But they still tried, you know. The problem was is that she, well, she, you know, wasn't very, she wasn't responding very well to, uh, all the things I was trying to do to pursue her, I guess. Uh, I was trying very hard, which is something that I would not tolerate. That's another thing, but let's start with that first. Just, you know, the, that hurt me a lot that all the small gestures that I would do would be rejected. Um, I guess unconsciously by her, like she wasn't realizing that actually she didn't really want to be with me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I feel like it was something that was more unconscious. So 
Like you were putting in a lot of energy. I was. But I then was. it wasn't really being reciprocated. Yeah. I, I yeah. Well. Yes. And I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like I was pretty creative and also the way I was doing things, maybe to her standards, I was not creative enough, but, um, I was trying hard and, you know, small things like, for example, she would go through something hard and I'd be like, okay, I believe in you. And then she'd say, I don't need you to, you know, small things like that. But then it adds up and adds up and it really hurt me. Cried a few times because I was really hurt. Um, and I think, I think that's something that a lot of people experience in, in, in the sense that like, maybe sometimes you feel like you're trying really hard to be with someone and they don't reciprocate, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess that's the thing. It's like, if you, they don't reciprocate, then I won't tolerate that. You know, like if you're not trying at least, or like, if you're not interested, then don't, you know, don't try. I don't know. Yeah, don't lead them on. Yeah. Don't lead sense. them on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or don't make it last a long time or whatever. Um, and How if you're really that? trying and sorry, and if you're really trying, then try for real. <laughs> I don't know. No, I see you. I feel you're saying. Yeah. How long were you in the process of trying for? Well, I mean, it's not even, I guess it, it was not even that long, but at that time we, uh, I was at school with that person. So we were seeing each other together. So maybe that also makes a difference. Sure. But uh, so we, yeah, we were hanging out a lot, uh, but it was maybe a month and a half. Sure. Um, and if you're already close friends to that person, it would feel like. Yeah. I was close friends with her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was close friends with her, you know, uh, so, you know, this is the kind of thing where you, you feel like maybe it wouldn't be that hard to switch to something sure, romantic, sure. but yeah, I guess I would not tolerate that. And also another, another thing that I would not tolerate is if I feel like I need to impress you to earn like your, I don't know, your affection mm-hmm. or whatever, then that's not good. Say more about that. What do you mean? Well, I was really trying, like I said, I was really trying hard with her and, but I, I, but I was never sure that I was gonna, uh, like uh, that our relationship was secure. I was never sure that, you know, we were committed to each other. I felt like I was always, um, I was walking on a fine line. Sure. Yeah. And that, you know, at some point, at any point she could be like, well, actually, no, I I'm not interested really. So, and I felt like that all the time because I guess of all the, the, uh, non reciprocation, mm-hmm. uh, because it's like, well, I guess she never, or she would re- reciprocate with very specific things. And that's why I was like feeling like I needed to be really like high level, uh, uh, of like performance, <laughs> sure. uh, to impress her. And almost kind of like losing to the point where, you know, you lose yourself. Okay. Yeah. Cause if you, if you're dating someone and you're not able to, to, and being yourself is not enough, then I don't know that it's something that you should tolerate either. That's really good of dating somebody and feeling like you're not enough. Cause I think that that happens so often. And if what I'm hearing you saying, you tolerate it a lot because you, kind of in the back of your mind, one didn't feel like you, there was security in the relationship. So you felt like you had to like do more in order yeah. to get the security um, and the affection. And then also there was this thing of like, I don't know if you thought like you were out of her league. Maybe I don't know if that was the case at all. Maybe you did. I don't know. But it was just kind of like, okay, I have to like work so hard to get even a little bit from you. And that feels like you're doing so much work 
compared to if you would be like, I know who, like, I'm good. Like, I know who I am. Like, if you're not, if you don't want me, you don't want me. Not a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew I was a good, like, I was a guy that a lot of people were interested in. I knew, I knew that. Um, I didn't think that she was out of my league or I was out of her huh. league or, but cause I, I really liked her, you know? And even as a friend, we were really close. Uh, and that's why I guess, you know, just the fact that I really liked her and I really wanted to make it work. That's why I was training so hard. Sure. Um, which after, at some point, you know, I, I obviously we had the conversation where like, I told her that I was going to stop pursuing her because it was hurting me too much. Um, and you know, she realized she was, she, I, I want you like a person listening. I want you to know that she is not a bad person. No. Um, she has a beautiful heart and I don't want to paint a picture of someone who's mean or anything. Cause she was, she, she, she was a beautiful person with a beautiful heart. And it's just that she didn't want to be with me. And, sure. but besides that, she's, she's, she's a great person. Uh, so that's just that she was also trying to figure out things like, as I was trying to figure out right. things, you know, if, if I knew hundred percent what I know now, I wouldn't have tried to be with her. And if she knew what she knows now because obviously when we had that conversation she felt very sad that she hurt me that much she apologized and you know was very uh uh yeah very sad about the situation so but we just obviously we were like no this it's that's it for us because it doesn't it's not working but yeah yeah that makes sense for mm -hmm. sure and i think that makes sense if, if you are familiar but i do think in that sense because let's just say somebody is in that state right of like they don't they're not 100 percent sure if they want the person or not so they're sticking it out right mm -hmm. how do you honor somebody in that process without feeling like there there is that rejection because there is going to be that sense you know and i think that happens so often where people are in that state i think that that's a hard question yeah. <laughs> i don't know but because I, I also feel like sometimes women are a different position than men. Because if I wasn't interested in you, I would not even give you a try. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. But I feel like there's more options for men to find a woman than for women to find a man. And that women have to be more patient. Or, or like, give more men a try. You know what I mean? Or maybe we're willing to. I feel like maybe they're, I, more, I feel willing like they're to, more willing to. Because um, for me, I think that it's like no if i don't if i'm not interested in you i'm not gonna give a try because i've had people interested interested yeah. in me and now i'm like no i'm not giving you a try like even if you and just i just don't want to you know sure so i, I think i think maybe for, for you should be better at speaking like that because you have that the, the the woman's perspective potentially because i'm i'm realizing that i've, I've heard that a lot because there is this part of woman of like not all women, but kind of just like, he's a good guy. You know, he's a good guy. Like he's, he's handsome or whatever. There's, there's these things that, we, that you might really like. And there's another aspect of you kind of just like, I don't know, like they just, I just don't think this is it, but I feel like if I don't give it a try, I could be losing out on something good. You know, I think there's this kind of, you're always in this in between. And I think that's where people get stuck and they can lead people on for a really long time. But there's a part of them that kind of like knows this isn't going to be it. And, yeah. you know, not all the time. Sometimes it does. I think that's where it kind of gets confusing. But she was, you know, she was willing to give me a try because she knew I was a good guy. Right. So I think if I was if I was a, a woman in that situation, 
Uh, and that was like actually generally trying to give that man a try. I'll probably give him like three dates and really try my best to, to appreciate what he's, what he's trying to do for me. You know, if he really is putting the effort to pursue you, then try your best to appreciate that and yeah. reciprocate it. Um, then yeah, instead of, I guess, resisting it or rejecting it. Cause you know, it's, I think that's what also was tricky for me. I was, I was getting mixed, uh, uh, messages is that she said, yes, I want to give this a try. But when I would do things, she would reject those things, mm. you, especially the small, the small things. And that's probably why it was so confusing. Cause it's like, well, I have a, an official yes, but then practically it's, it's, it seems like a no. And so every, I remember I'm getting like memories now of how I was feeling back in the, mm. the in those days. It's like having conversations with her and stuff and trying to like flirt and stuff and they would never be received well. Mm. And so that's like, you know, I have a yes, but practically it's a no. So I guess if I was a woman, try to make it, try to make it a practical yes as well. Yeah. And you're a little flirt. So that must have been really hard because you like flirt. to, you flirt, yeah. you like to flirt and, and with me, of course, but I yeah, like to flirt. You, girls. When you flirt, like I, when we were dating, when you flirted, I was like, Oh, he's really flirting. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. So, <laughs> but I think that makes a difference of when it, when it really is like, Oh, this is a good, like, this is all like, this is, this is it compared to it being like a, it was hard and some relationships are hard in the beginning. Right. Because, they're figuring things out. You're not 100 sure, but I think what was interesting because obviously we ended up being together afterwards, and how easy it was with us. I'm sure that was like wow. Like Mido was like felt so easy yeah. compared to how hard it was. Because I think even before you, there was there's a lot of resistance yeah. with relationships for me too. So, and and when we were together, it's like oh this is hard. Why is it so hard? Um, compared to this, it felt so easy, and that's why it was weird weird out for me because I was like. It feels like such a green light and it's so easy that I'm like, that, that feels weird. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know, but it wasn't. I agree. I think that the, you know, if you vibe well, it's, it's, it's a good sign. Yeah, you know? it helps a lot. If you enjoy each other's company and if it feels easy to receive what the other person is giving you, it's a good sign. Mm -hmm. um, but if you feel, I guess that's on the other side too. If you feel like you're kind of forced to receive what they're giving you, then there's maybe a sign that you're not really interested in them and you should probably just stop. Sure. You know? So yeah, I guess those are different things that I would not tolerate is if I feel like I need to impress you to secure my relationship with you. No. Like if I feel like I have to be more than myself mm. to be with you, I, I can't tolerate that. Sure. Um, and if it's, if what I'm doing for you is not reciprocated, are not received well or rejected, then I'm not tolerating that, but not married. So I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but if I was, if I was dating or looking to date someone. Yeah, for sure. Now you, what would not, well, what would you not tolerate? Now that did before. Yeah. I, I would say my biggest thing that I tolerated that I would never tolerate now that I did before was just somebody who, well, for one, I would say one a person who completely pushed past my boundaries when I was very clear about what they were um, ahead of time. And just for even for that example, for me, my boundary in the beginning, like obviously I, I had this boundary before that I was like, 
I don't want to kiss anybody until I'm married. That changed with my two, but that was different. I think it was just specifically this relationship. So I never really felt fully safe with him because he would always try to like test boundaries or push boundaries completely. Um, and I felt like I always, it felt like there was a, an exchange of, I take you on a nice date, therefore you owe me something physical at the end of it. And it felt like that often. Um, and I think that to me, that felt like a compromising of like my own values and beliefs. And I felt like I did it constantly with him. And I think I had this thought in my head that I was gonna marry him. And so I think I was I was way more um, accepting or toler I tolerated way more because I was like, oh, this is my future husband. I don't even know where I got this idea from, but this is a future husband, so therefore like, I have to stay with him and you figure it out and all these things. Um, but there was a lot of things for me that I felt like unsafe or I felt like, um, very much just like if, if, I, if we were in situations where I felt like, like a boundary that would be crossed, I had, I always like felt like I had to be like high alert. I couldn't just relax with him. Like I was always just like thinking ahead of just like, how can we just like avoid this? Um, and so I, and that, I just feel like for me, that was something I would never tell right now. I felt like. I was, I mean, when you and I were dating, I was very clear of just like, this is my boundary. These are my boundaries. Like I'm, I, I'm not whatever. And I, I didn't even feel like I had to explain to you. I'm like, I don't want to have sex. You know what I mean? Or I don't want to like do any of these things. Cause you were, you had very strict boundaries too, which I really appreciated. Um, and I never felt like I had to like be on guard with you ever. Like in all of our time we're dating, I've never felt that way. Um, and so I think that, that that was a huge difference for me. And I, I think that was a huge sign for me for one. So that's one thing I think I tolerate. I think I would, I would obviously never tolerate again. Um, also me feeling bad. I felt bad all of the time when we were together. Like I felt guilty. I felt like I did something wrong. I felt like there's always something I needed to fix. Um, with that guy. With this guy. Not with Matthew, sorry, <laughs> with this guy. Um, like for example, I came home from church one time and we were with my family, my family, we were all around the kitchen table. We were just talking and laughing and it was so nice. And then I, none of us had our phones on because we were just like talking and like talking about something. And then I looked at my phone. I had like six missed calls. My siblings had missed calls, like all these things. And the, like this person was calling us cause he's like, why did you call me when you got home? And I was like, like I was in my family. Like, I didn't even think about it. And it made me feel bad that I wasn't checking my phone when I got home. And it was like, it was my fault. And I need to check my phone and all these things. And so it was always these things. I felt like I was like getting in trouble all the time, which is weird. You're not my dad, you know? Um, and so it, it felt like I was always in this like punishing relationship where I had to like give him what he wanted or he would get upset with me. And then I would do that means I was doing something wrong when I'd feel shame and I'd feel guilty. And then I'd always have to like make up for it. So we'd be good again. And it was just like always these like long conversations of, it was, it was like, it was super, super, super exhausting. Um, and I felt exhausted more times than happy in this relationship. And I think that like, I compromised like my happiness all like throughout the, we were only together for like nine months, but like the first two months were great. And after that, it was like seven months of hell. I'm going to be honest. I was so dramatic, but like, it just felt like seven months of exhaustion. Um, and just me compromising my own values and beliefs and me feeling like I was just like never going to be enough because he's always like not happy with me. Um, and so I felt like, I'm, yeah, I don't know. That's just something I would, I would never have tolerated with you ever. Like at this point, I was just like, it was by the time you and I dated, it was years later. Um, 
And I, I remember one thing specifically with you that I was like, okay, I, if I really like this guy, you, because um, mm -hmm. I remember a time when I, Matthew and I had plans and I, my roommates and I like had plans too, but it just took longer than it was supposed to be with him. Like we had a time schedule of like, we're going to meet at like seven. I don't know. Um, and then we, it was actually a spontaneous thing that we did. My roommates had a plan and we did something. We drove like 30 minutes out to do something really symbolic for our house. It was really beautiful. Um, and then I lost service and I couldn't even text you. And so then later, once I had service, I was like, I'm sorry, like, I'm going to be late. I'll be like 30 minutes late, maybe 40 minutes, whatever. And then it took a lot longer than I had to come home, then get the car, then get to you. So I think I was maybe like an hour late. I don't even know. And I remember coming up to you and like knocking, knocking on the door and being like, oh my gosh, he's going to be mad at me and I'm going to get in trouble and all these things. And then like you, I remember knocking on the door and then you like opened it. I remember you were like pretending to be like upset. Like you, I remember like, you crossed your arms in a joke. And I was like, I'm, like, I'm sorry. And like, oh, it's fine. Like not a big deal. And I remember feeling like you're not mad. Like you're not mad at me. Like it's okay. And you're like, no, it's fine. Like I understand. I remember, I don't want to get emotional even thinking about that. Um, that was cute. But I, I just remember feeling like, so like, oh my gosh, like I'm not in trouble. Like you didn't even like make me feel bad. Um, and you still like received me with love rather than receiving me with like judgment. And that felt like really just like, it, I, I've never, I just couldn't, I didn't even know that that was like a thing that you're not supposed to feel this way, you know? Um, so that felt like, I mean, I, you never made me feel that way. Like you never made me feel bad about anything. Um, and so that is something I would never tolerate now. And it's, it's so interesting. You, you go back to those emotions. It literally, this relationship was, so so long ago at this point that it's like not even a big deal but there's still things that like when you're thinking about it you can get back to those emotions of like oh my gosh like i can't i tolerated so much in this relationship because i thought like i this person was like the person for me when in reality if i would have just known that he wasn't i would have left that relationship so long ago and i just mm -hmm. didn't know um and yeah and so that's like the thing for me and for whoever's listening if you are feeling this way in a relationship ever, that's a red flag, period. You know what I mean? And, and that's not the person for you then. Your relationship shouldn't have to feel that hard or that yeah. exhausting or that like miserable. You shouldn't have to feel that way in a relationship. That's good, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so you'd say that basically I hear what I hear is that you said two things that you tolerated before, uh, but you, that you wouldn't anymore is crossing physical boundaries. Yeah. And like someone was like constantly like shaming you and yeah, blaming you for things. Blaming you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would not tolerate that either. Yeah. Like that's that sounds that sounds really sad. Yeah. That's sad, but it's okay. <laughs> now I'm I'm a, I'm a better person. <laughs> you are. So I'm thankful for you. Um, but yeah, it, I think I think in both of what we said, there's something that's common in some way is that I feel like we both felt. Uh, in a different way, but we both felt uh, uh, um, like we were maybe walking on eggshells. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was like feeling like I was never sure that she liked me and that I needed to do a bunch of things to make sure or do the, the exact right things to make sure that she liked me. Mm -hmm. And for you, it was, you know, feeling like you were living up to his expectations and his and then when you were not feeling ashamed of it and yeah stuff. Mm -hmm. so in those in those ways i guess it's it's one of the things like if you're feeling like you're walking on eggshells in your relationship then 
I'm not saying I'm not deeming your relationship as bad, but something, to something that you, you need to talk about yeah. with the person. Because sometimes, you know, it can happen even to good relationships where maybe sure. you get to a point where like, hey, like what's going on? I feel like right now I'm walking on eggshells. There's something going on mm-hmm. inside of you right now. And it seems like for you, for your ex-boyfriend, it seemed like it was maybe some trust issues. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, things like that. And for me, I don't really know what was going on with mm-hmm. her. She maybe, maybe I, I guess I'll just keep it uh, simple and say that she actually didn't really want to be with me. Yeah. And so she was reacting in ways that were uh, not great. Right. But in, you know, even I guess in our relationship after being married, sometimes we talk about those things like, oh, I feel like, you know, you've been triggered a lot lately. Sure. You know? Totally. Um, like for me or for you, you've like we've been walking on eggshells around each other, stuff right. like that. But we talk about it. We have talked about we, it. Exactly. And we're like, okay, like it's usually pretty easy for us to identify what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if that's what you feel, maybe it's just that the person you're with is very toxic. Or maybe it's just something that you haven't talked about that you need to talk about with your partner and figure out what's going on. Right. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I love that. And I, I feel like that is depending on the response, right. And depending on like where you're at in a relationship, you'll feel comfortable and safe enough to like have those conversations and Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal. And if you feel like you can't, then that's right. That's another thing to like discuss about like, is that a you thing, right? Like you just feel fearful because you're, you're afraid that the relationship's going to end if you bring up something serious. Yeah. Or is it a, a them thing where they're making you like, they'll have a horrible response or reaction if you do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so either way, it's something to address and it's something to actually like move through. Yeah. Um, I guess it's part of the being yourself fully with the other person. If you're able to be vulnerable, you know, that's a good sign. But if you're not able to, you got to figure this out. Yeah. So this, basically this whole topic, you know, was about dating and uh i think it's you know it's a very important thing very important topic a lot of people struggle with that Uh, a lot of people you know are trying to figure out uh, what it is to date in a healthy way yeah and this is why we started doing uh, a mentorship about dating uh, that we call date well the blueprint to healthy dating where we want to help you uh, if you are you know if you identify maybe with what we talked about today, uh, we want to help you figure out what healthy dating is and uh, give you tools to figure out if maybe the relationship you're in is a good relationship or a bad relationship or, you know, help you with communicating. Uh, and if you're not in a relationship or looking to date, you know, help you figure out the kind of person you're looking for are the kind of person that you need to be mm. in order to date well. Yeah. Cause it's not just about finding someone who's good. It's also about becoming someone who would be good for someone else. That's really good, babe. Yeah. Right. And so we, by the time this airs, wow, we'll only have one more day available before it um, closes. Doors close on Wednesday, November 9th. And if this resonated with you at all, like we have, we should have a spot available for you. They're filling up. So I'm just trying to make sure by the time you listen to this, it will be full by then or not. But um, we will link the website below where you can sign up 
like I said, doors close November 9th. And this is like the beta price. And so this is going to be the lowest it's ever going to be. So if this interests you at all, click the link or at least send me a DM and we can talk further if you have any questions because spots are filling up and we want you to be in this if this is something that's for you. So you're here, we're here, we're excited. And we hope that we can have some of you who are listening on here in this mentorship. Yeah. And we hope that this episode was helpful. Yes. And hope to see you next week. Or, I mean, I guess we hope that you hear us next week. Yeah. Here's next week or come to membership. Either way. Love you guys. And we hope you have a great rest of your day. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.